welcome to another edition of Paying for Attention. Thanks for being here. I'm Andrew Hollington, VP of Operations here at Megathos. Uh, today I'm joined by Keegan, hey, CEO of Megathos. Hey, Keegan, what do you want to talk about today? Um, let's talk about, um, I think what's important to talk about as, you know, we continue to grow in this, this uh, um, vertical is, uh, you know, really thinking about uh, how to be hyper-local and have a hyper-local strategy for multi-location healthcare facilities. Uh, we have a lot of those at this point. Um, you know, uh, it's definitely a, a unique way of approaching uh, campaigns, and I think really talking about hyper-local strategies is going to be important. So. That sounds intense. Let's dumb <laughs> it down a little bit. I mean, uh with SEO, it's pretty simple. It's local SEO. Right. You want to show up for the right. Uh, you want to show up when people search local terms. That's that's about as basic as it, as it is. If we want to talk about paid ads, it's the same exact thing, right? So, what's right. the most important consideration there? Probably structure and keyword targeting. Right. Um, so, starting there, I mean, I guess diving in really quick. It's uh, as obvious as it seems. You want to consider how you target your local keywords uh are you in a city with a bunch of suburbs mm -hmm. um are people going to be are people searching for those suburbs going to be willing to drive to your location um what how do you deal with overlap uh, those are all the things you need to think about with 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 structure right so which at its at its uh at its core you need to make these decisions around when someone searches chiropractor Phoenix, where do I want them to go on my website? Mm -hmm. Is is that a good way to simplify it? Essentially, yeah. That's <laughs> yeah, that's that's perfect. Yeah. So first you gotta make sure, like you said, straightforward, make sure that you're targeting a keyword like chiropractor Phoenix. Um, but let's say you have um, you know, a neighborhood like Arcadia and you have a location there. Arcadia is technically in Phoenix. Yeah. How do you make sure you don't have that overlap? And how do you use negative keywords to make sure that you're showing up when somebody searches Phoenix versus Arcadia versus Paradise Valley versus South Phoenix? Mm -hmm. How do you make sure that you're setting that up? Yeah, so that's, yeah, so stru structure is super important. So you got to decide, all right, <clears throat> am I going to have one geo campaign? And that's typically what we'll do here, right? We'll, we'll, we'll say, all of my geo keywords I want to go into this campaign because at the campaign level, I might want to budget that differently than my generic brand terms, than my generic non-brand terms, right, that don't have locations on them. Um, performance might be different. That's that's the first key, con key consideration, right? So, okay, we're going to have one campaign with all of my geo terms. Then on the then that campaign needs to include all uh, encompass the geo targeting for all of your locations right and you, right. and we're going to talk a little bit later about how to how to how to go about that but for now we're talking keywords and structures so then you have ad groups and at the ad group level what what we would probably do here is say like in in Keegan's example chiropractor arcadia what we're going to do there is all of our other geo terms chiropractor phoenix uh chiropractor long beach i don't know why that's in there uh, paradise, valley. <laughs> paradise valley we're going to negate those out of that one right so it's it's just going to be uh, 
have have your big list and then negate every single other one out of out of there so that you know all right i'm delivering the best most relevant experience for chiropractor arcadia uh, I'm going to send them to my Arcadia location page because I know they're looking for one right there in their neighborhood. I don't want to send them to mine in Glendale. That doesn't make a lot of sense. Yeah. And and you're saying negate all those other locations at the ad group level, right? Correct. As keywords. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's that's a huge first step, right? Making sure that they're seeing the right location. And that can be extremely difficult if you make a minor misstep in that structure and your negative keywords and your mm-hmm. geo-targeting all in one, you make a small misstep there and now you're showing them the wrong one or, or you might not be showing up at all for that keyword. So yeah, big, big first step. Um, second thing I think that helps with some of that is, is what I would say is making sure you have location extensions enabled with your GMB pages and your, in your Google ads. Um, this is one thing that we've seen even large, large accounts spending several hundred thousand dollars a month, hundreds of locations don't have that enabled, uh, which seems like one of the easiest things you can do. But you, you'd be surprised on how many people just don't know it's there, forget that, you know, it's a part of the strategy uh, and you really miss out on that opportunity. Um, what are some of the results that you've seen, Andrew, from linking some of those location extensions? Well, so... I mean, I kind of want to take a step back and start with the what are some of the advantages there. Some people might not know uh, that is the only way that you can show up in in the map pack, and as that's an su- what as an ad. As an ad, yeah. correct, correct. Like, and I'm sure everyone here has has Googled something on their phone and seen a map pack and seen a sponsor result, right? That's that's the only way to do it is having that link. So why would you not take advantage of that? People are yeah, good point. people are clicking that first result, especially on mobile. In, spe- in today's mobile first world, I'm on the go. I'm looking for, uh, I don't know. I'm looking for a massage right near me. <laughs> um, I'm you know I I have limited time. I'm about to get in my car and go somewhere. I want I want to I want a result quick. So that map pack matters a lot. Um, I'm gonna push it back to you on results. <laughs> well, some of the other benefits, right? Um, obviously, it shows you know the the address in the ad. So your actual search ad, you should have a link that shows, hey, nearest location is you know this this street address. Yeah, for sure. And links off to the GMB page and in, in the map, right? So that's huge. And it also will hopefully it's you have to rely on Google. Sometimes it's uh, not perfect if there's a lot of really, really uh, high density locations. Right. Um, If there's a lot of overlap between where you're at and there's might be five locations within a mile, Google might get this wrong. But typically Google's good at telling you the nearest location to where you're at, which helps in the first example where we talk about um, uh, making sure you show up for the right location. Google actually helps mm-hmm. with that by serving a location extension to the nearest location from where they're searching from. So that's a great way that uh, it really helps out with that. Um, and then, uh, yeah, so based in, on results, it's it's kind of tough. Um, what we see from having location extensions is a significant improvement in click-through rate. Mm-hmm. Um, which is great. We've seen it decrease your cost per click and overall get more cost effective. 
Now, the problem is, is that there's an attribution break between if somebody does click on that address, they go to your GMB page, then they go to your website from the GMB page, fill out like a book booking form or something like that for a consultation or, or a massage or whatever you're doing. Um, and what happens is, is that that then gets attributed in Google Analytics as a, you know, organic or GMB conversion rather than coming from the ad. So that's one downfall of that. And when you use the uh, click type segment within Google Ads to look at, you know, uh, where people are actually clicking on the ad, whether it's the headline, a uh, site link, or, you know, a location extension, we see about 20 to 30% of clicks going towards those location extensions, which means two things. One, you might be missing out on some conversions, but the the good part about it is that you're getting more people to your locations. You know that you're driving store traffic. It's difficult to attribute, but that's the intention behind people going to the GMB page. Again, most likely on their phone, on the go. I need a dentist, you know, today. I need a, um, you know, massage or chiropractor today. Um, I need to go to urgent care. They're doing it on their phone, on the go, and they're likely looking for directions and showing up to your location. So while you don't see all the benefit attributed back to your ads, um, we've done some thorough testing that has shown that this does increase, you know, uh, in you know, store traffic or you know, location traffic in in person. So definitely a big part of your business there. The other consideration that you that you kind of missed there was phone calls, right? Right. You're on your phone. You're on your phone. Yeah. Uh, you might just say, I'm not going to drive there. I want to know what the wait time is. Right. Pick up your phone and call. Um, so, yeah, I mean, that's generally the, the three buttons, right? Uh, phone, website, and driving directions, right? right. So three, three actions they can take, all pretty different. And like you said, different attribution uh, kind of considerations that we mm-hmm. need to we need to have and have conversations with the client and 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 manage differently but but on the phone call side uh, that gets tricky as well because in that result it will also I believe correct me if I'm wrong it I I believe it also pulls in as an organic call mm-hmm. and so some of the uh, it's it's tricky to it gets even trickier when you have a phone tracking system mm-hmm. right and you're using the like a, a swap target number or a, a central tracking number and um uh, yeah so so tell me tell me a little bit about your experience with that with like call tracking and how it gets attributed yeah so if your business is taking calls you know and that's you know one of your conversion actions the good news about using location extensions and, and GMB pages is that there is an option still to track that as a Google Ads conversion. So within Google My Business, there is a section um, under phone numbers that allows you to add like an AdWords specific phone number. Mm. Um, I would recommend having a third party tracking software like a CallRail, something like that, that you put in a unique number there. Um, you call it, you know, GMB listing ads number or something like that you could put it in there and google will know when somebody's coming from a actual organic 
um, GMB page or if they clicked on your location extension or an ad to the GMB page, it'll actually show different numbers and you'll be able to attribute that back to your Google Ads campaigns. And what we've seen once we've introduced that, about a 25% lift in conversions attributed back to Google Ads. So again, you start to get back the value of attributing back to Google Ads while also knowing that, hey, the whole time that we weren't tracking that, we are likely getting 25% more phone calls than we were expecting. So, you know, it isn't a significant, you know, part of the phone calls and bookings and consultations, all that, that we are getting. So um, now that's always something to be, you know, making sure you communicate with your SEO team and your pay team because they're probably going to see a decrease in attributed phone calls now. So definitely something to, you know, talk about and see what makes the most sense for your organization. But when they're coming from a paid ad, they should probably be attributed to a Google Ads um, conversion. And again, really helps understand the full value of having those location extensions and that hyperlocal strategy. Yeah, good, really good points, really good insight. Uh, so, I mean, I think the last thing that we should talk about, I mean, we referenced it in the beginning, is like how do you actually do the geotargeting, right? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so we talked about structure. We talked about uh, in the and kind of the other consideration there is, is the is the target is the actual geotargeting right so let's go back to the original example of i have a geo campaign where i want all of my geo keywords uh and if you only if you choose to only have one campaign uh you got to put all your cover all your location bases in that one campaign right so uh, you, you kind of got to consider what makes sense for for your organizations mm -hmm. for example if you're if you have three locations that are spread really far across a, a, a given geo city, uh, in this example, we'll just use city, you can probably get away with radio, good old classic radius targeting, right? You can you can say, all right, my my centers are uh, my locations are 10, 15 miles apart. Cool, I'll put a I'll put a 10 mile radius around this 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 uh, locate each location and have it in one campaign and we're good to go or you can just separate them in three campaigns that's simple as well no problem and have a 10 mile radius at, as the campaign geotargeting no problem mm -hmm. now where it gets really really tricky and what I what I what I want to talk about here is what about overlaps and um, centers that are really close together what about New York City and I have locations uh, like think about targeting for cvs in new york city that sounds crazy uh, <laughs> yeah um there's a lot of overlap there right so so tell us some of the strategies that that you've gone through on on you know really tight dense areas and overlap strategy yeah so again depending on how you you look at your structure and how you want to set that up you know one of the ways is like you mentioned one campaign um, I would set up things by zip code if they're that close together mm -hmm. where you have as, you know, all five or six zip codes for all of your different locations in one campaign. You separate your ad groups by the keywords specific to those, you know, um, those locations and use the keywords for those locations that are specific to maybe the neighborhood, the crossroads of that um, uh, of that location what people are going to be thinking of oh the chiropractor on this street in the street or in this neighborhood or in the city in, in general right um 
And then when you just think about, you know, somebody searching chiropractor, then you just show them all the locations in mm-hmm. the city that you know that they're in or, or whatever makes sense in terms of the, the more encompassing geo um, versus when somebody searches, you know, um, a specific location, we're, we're sending them directly there. But I like to break things up by zip code. That way we get a more granular analysis on which zip codes are working and um, be able to optimize you know, bid adjustments there, as well as seeing like, oh, this zip code's a little bit further out. We're going to test it. We can remove it if it makes sense and um, and go from there. Um, yeah. Yeah. No, I, I like I like what you said about the just throw the zip codes in there. Let let the do do some analysis and let let that decide. It's kind of some action items, right? Um, ways we've seen in and what you might see is depending on how many locations you have and how big of a city it is you might have 75 zip codes right Mm -hmm. and what's what's fun about that is then you just pull pull a bulk report right and you can start to do some analysis like okay my cost per uh booked appointment is uh, my my goal is is 30 so i can say like Okay, what has what zip code has spent a hundred bucks and not converted? Right. Start to do some analysis and 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 understand. Okay, well, what is it about this zip code that's not working? Oh, that's right. It's twenty miles from my nearest location. Maybe I should negate it, right? right. Or maybe I should exclude it at this point. Yeah. And then you can start to do some analysis that way, right? What are my best performing zip codes? I would assume that's the zip codes that I have locations in. Right. Right. But what if they're not? what what is it about them start to make some decisions that way right so it's it's easy to just pull the data and do some analysis that way and make make some insights based on the data yeah and then if we think about let's say there is you know a little bit uh more distance in between each location what we have done in the past is like more like a bullseye set targeting for Mm -hmm. radius right there's one one location and there's not another one for like 10 miles. You could do a radius one mile, two miles, five miles, six miles, whatever. Um, because the idea there is you're likely going to get some customers from five miles away, but they're probably not as cost effective as the people who are one mile away, right? Yep. And so you can start to set some negative bid adjustments on those ones who are a little bit further out. You still want to show up for them, but maybe maybe not pay as much for those audiences, right? Because we know that they're not going to convert as at a high of as of a rate. Yeah. There might be five competitors in between you and that person's, um, you know, radius, right? Um, so that's one thing I just wanted to throw out there that is possible, and we've also seen some good results from. But the last thing I want to mention around geo targeting, and it's something that we talked about in our Google Ads settings. Um, you should always check. Uh, do you happen to know what that is, Andrew? Geo settings. You should always check. You put me on the spot. Um, no. Come on. So. Interested in versus. Oh, oh, oh. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. So it's the. Uh, it, this has changed over over the years, and it's it's that that pesky uh, tick box of when you're doing the location targeting zip code radius whatever it is um google's gonna google's gonna recommend the correct one these days i believe no 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 it's gonna default to the bad one right 
which That's is why people in, so interested in, or yeah. even thinking about. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> right, but yeah, you you want to make it as precise as possible, which it's not that precise anymore. It's just people in or interested in your right. targeted location. Yeah. Right. No, no. Well, it's people physically in yeah. your targeted location, right? Yeah. And that's most of the time what people want. Um, if you do the interested in, you if, if you're like a destination spot, that would make more sense. Mm-hmm. Like if you're Hawaii, obviously you probably yeah. want to target people outside of Hawaii. But for most, you know, especially for, you know, multi-location healthcare facilities, we want people who are physically in, um, you know, most of the time, 90 probably 90, 95% of the time, so that you're not wasting budget outside your targeted zip codes, outside your city, in a different neighborhood where you, you know, the center or the location is, you know, 20 miles away, just because they might be looking or have shown interest in that that area, right? Yeah. So that's that's a key part to make sure you're not just wasting money uh, and budget anywhere. On that note, last, last point, I, <laughs> I've seen too many horror stories of spending outside of, geos that make zero sense right uh why not just get exclusion happy Mm -hmm. um that's my policy on it just exclude anything and everything that doesn't make sense um if you're only in southern arizona exclude every single other county in arizona or something like that exclude every new mexico county exclude every california county right just make sure that google is not taking the uh liberty of of spending your spending your hard-earned money outside of where you want to show (laughs) anyway that's all we got today thanks for joining us for another episode of paying for attention we enjoyed it we'll see you next time